are listening to the church service recording for November 22nd, 2020 at McGregor EMC Church. We hope that wherever you are listening from and at whatever time, you are encouraged to keep the faith. The call to worship is Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations.
please bow your head with me now in prayer. Our God, we come before you in awe of all that you do. We come before you in awe of the fact that over countless generations and centuries and millennia, you have remembered those who have stood with you. You have remembered those who were strong in their faith with you. And so, God, we pray that as we come face to face with adversity that would make it easier to give you up than live in the world that we are in, we remember and stay strong in you. This is the thing that we pray for today. And dear God, we also want to keep in our prayers the world around us. As we continue to deal with this lockdown, God, it has been tough. And so God, we pray that you will always make yourself known. That you will stand with the people that have lost their jobs or are facing uncertainty. That you will stand with the people whose businesses are now suffering because of this. That you will be with the healthcare workers as they try to keep up. And you will also be with all of our government officials as they are trying to figure out the way forward through all of this. God, we know with you everything is on the table. And so we pray that you will help us during this time. And God, also we want to pray for the season that we are going into now. First, we want to pray for the EMC that is looking to have its gatherings by Zoom this coming weekend. God, even though it might be by distance, there are many things that we are going to talk about that need your wisdom. And so, Lord, we pray that your wisdom will be seen very clearly. And God, we also want to pray for our church as we are looking to have a board meeting this coming Tuesday. The same thing can be said there. There are many things that we never thought in the past we would have to know how to learn, how to deal with. But we know with you that can be done. And so God, we pray, we pray for your church now. Lord, these are things that are close to our hearts. And so we bring them before you. In your name we pray. Amen. The scripture reading for today is Hebrews 11. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. 
By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so, in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons, and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the application of blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. 
There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released, so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. They were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. The stone of the floor was slick in the Mediterranean air, cool from the long night, now past, dew formed in the crevices. Take heart, my brothers and sisters, said an old man propped up in the corner of the room. Five others were scattered in its confines as well. They had heard his words before, dozens of times over the past few days. They welcomed them again all the same. Each stayed where they were, turning only their faces smudged with blood and dirt, wrought with days of sleeplessness, anxiety, and fear. Each turned to hear the aged voice, weaker now than it had been in the past. Remember those listed in the Hebrews' letter sent to our grandparents by the apostle, the letter they handed down to us. Remember near the end of it. Remember those listed there. Take heart now and persevere like they did, for our God is great. Take heart, for our God in whom we place our faith is magnificent. All that is and was and will ever be he made in his way. All that will be he will make. So we have faith. We are important to God. We are loved by our God. Somewhere in the distance a rooster began to crow. And with it the words of the old man stopped. Not long after, light streamed through the window, running across the stone floor and up to a door, which stood menacingly tall, imposing and terrible, rough-hewn to the touch, shaking only enough in its place from the breaths of wind that periodically drafted into the room to make it clear that it was barred from the outside. Over the deep rattle, the old man began again. Take heart, my brothers and sisters, Take heart and remember those listed in the letter. Abel, yes, Abel, who we remember to this day. Abel, who knew our Lord so well. Abel, who sacrificed and was loved by God. Abel, who, who was avenged by our Heavenly Father, who shadowed his killer until the day he died. Sarah, Remember the blessed mother of our people, Sarah, who felt abandoned, but who, who had the faith to hold on. Sarah, who our God remembered in her great age. Remember Sarah now. Through the window, a din of people walking could be heard. First slow, one, maybe two. And then hundreds, thousands of footsteps passed to begin heading 
this way and that, but in time, all coalescing in the same direction. Walking close, just beyond the other side of the wall, a foot away, but through unpassable rock. Remember now Jacob. Remember our name-bearer. Remember the one who God gave the name Israel. Remember him who gave up everything just to be blessed by God. Remember him who walked up to his own brother, who he thought wanted his head, confident in his faith that God, that God would remember him. Remember Jacob, who went to his fate with his eyes on God. And our Lord didn't forget him. The old man choked up, and the room fell silent save for the echoes from the footsteps vaulting around the room. In time, the footsteps grew silent, and in their place came voices. Too many together to make out any single one, starting quiet enough, but then growing and gaining, until the noise in the room bored into the minds of its occupants. Slowly each one drew closer to the other, gathering tight. The morning dew on the stones had dried, and in its place, tears run off from their faces. Half the prisoners began breathing deeply, hyperventilating. To this, the old man scrunched his face, his eyes shut tight, and began again. Remember my family, Remember Rahab. Remember Rahab who chose our God over her own people. Her own people who chose to stand against our Lord and his power. Remember how Rahab was not forgotten by God. Remember how she joined our people. Remember how through her line King David was born. To this one of the number, a young woman began to cry. Her face betrayed that she was 16 at most, and her mother stood beside her and pulled her close. Her mother was hardly 15 years the girl's senior. There would be no more descendants for this line. A rattle came beyond the door, a heavy shift, a definite clang as the wooden monstrosity was forced open. In the room beyond stood two men, clubs in their hands to keep the prisoners at bay. No one in the room was strong enough for that deterrence to matter. Without speaking, one of the guards bustled in and grabbed two, a man and a woman, not more than middle-aged. The couple sobbed loudly as they were dragged from the room, drowning out something the guard said. Their cries could be heard for a while as they were moved farther and further away. Finally, silence came from the room beyond the door. Slammed shut, a sickening thud as the bar that locked them fell into place. Moments later, the noise of the crowd burst with excitement. Then came a roar of a lion. It echoed through the cell before it stuck in the minds of those that were left waiting. The lions hushed. The crowd in the arena returned to its impatient din. The faces on the prisoners turned ashen, translucent, it was sick. The old man began to speak again. Remember my sisters. Remember Gideon. Gideon, who had the faith in our God to listen, 
even though all seemed lost. Gideon, who led our people to freedom with God on his side. Jephthah, remember Jephthah, who gave all that he had to show his gratitude to our God. Again, the door shook. It swung open. Again, the guard marched in, partner standing behind him. An older woman was grabbed from the group, rough, dragged to the door. For a moment, it looked like the old man would move to place himself before her. But the second guard stepped in and raised his club. The old woman in hand turned to look back. In her eyes, there was a firm no that kept the man in his place. She smiled once more before she was dragged out of sight. She did not scream. Faint the words of the guard seeped into the cell this time. Just recant. Sacrifice to the emperor. They will let you go. The door again was wrestled shut. Her answer was lost through it. It took longer this time, but again came the roar of the lion, giving way to an uninterested crowd. Tears before sporadic on the old man's face now fell in rivulets. Remember, my daughter. Remember, Samson, that big brash oath. Remember how you used to laugh when I told you about Samson. Remember how strong he was. He was like a mountain because of God. Remember how even though he came up short time and again, God remembered Samson. In the end, remember him. A third time, the door was pushed open. Guards appeared, their faces paler this time. As the first moved to enter, without waiting, the old man kissed the mother and her daughter on their foreheads and walked to the open door. First, the guards looked startled. Their clubs came up. Then, seeing his frailty, lowered. They grabbed the old man's arm. The door slammed shut. And in the room beyond, his footsteps softened. Muffled, the guards spoke. Then over him was heard the old man yelling one word. Remember. Slowly, the mother, still holding her daughter, brought her forward. Then they stood face to face. Then she lifted her child's chin, their eyes locked, inches apart. Together they fought back the memories of the life that had been, as well as thoughts of what would never be. In the distance, the crowd began to grow loud once again. Quickly, the mother spoke, loudly. Remember the stories I told you of Samuel who spent his whole life living for God and who, in the end, anointed King David. Through what Samuel did, God made things better, didn't he? Jesus was descended from David. Remember Jesus. Remember how Jesus promised, if, if we had faith, faith that Jesus is God, we will be with him again. 
If all these people could stand strong in their faith in God and they didn't even know Jesus, then, then we, then we, then we can do it too. Remember the apostles who died for Jesus. Remember your, remember, remember. Stay strong with me. The two embraced. Words came to an end. Both shaking in the other's arms. The door to the other side opened again. Shortly, the family of inmates, our brothers and sisters long ago martyred, were together again in paradise. All stayed strong in their faith. All joined the ranks of the heroes who they had remembered. When faith is tested, the power of Hebrews 11 can be found. It's a passage that is a support to stay the course. When confronted with the persecution that the recipients of the letter were facing and the much worse persecution that those only a few generations later faced themselves, from their neighbors, their family, their countrymen, from a government who told them that they either had to sacrifice to the emperor or they would be thrown to the lions even though knowing sacrificing to the emperor would be giving up their faith in Jesus. If these heroes of the faith listed in Hebrews 11 could stand strong in their faith in the God of creation against everything that the world had thrown at them, then surely those of us feeling persecuted because of our faith in that same God today can stand strong too. And so... When that time of persecution comes for you, when the day comes that it would be easier to turn away from God than stand strong for any reason, remember Hebrews 11. Remember those who came before, who stood strong in God and were not forgotten by him. Remember, remember.
Today's benediction comes from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go now and serve our God.